following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. And download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE to get in on all of the action, including Michigan and TCU out in Arizona. What about Georgia and Ohio State? Pistons, Wings, and those Red Hot Lions. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookup. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We are live. Getting set to drop huge opinions on that first half debacle by Michigan. Second half, they look like a team that could win it all. Problem was the first half. Also in the second half, not able to make a tackle. The way the game ended on a muffed shotgun snap. The inconsistency by Michigan across the board. My Lord. You know, I settled in at the Brands Steakhouse and Grill Johnny Brands on Leonard off of 131 in downtown Grand Rapids. Their new redesign is fantastic. And I didn't think it would, you know, I, I'm, I still said like 38-24 Michigan, something like that when I'm talking to my buddies. And just the way they started. They had the big run by Edwards. You're like, okay, here we go. By the way, if you look at that replay, if Edwards just cuts back to the middle, uh, he's gone. Safety was coming in with an angle. He was gone. And then they get to the goal line. And they decide on a fourth down call, which I didn't have that much issue going for it at the time. I know some were saying take the three. No, you want to get the touchdown. You run some trick play at the goal line. And as TCU players said afterwards, once they ran a trick play at the goal line, we knew we had them. And then the infamous call where somebody sent me the college football rule that if you do get possession, it is where you first touched in terms of the butt, knee, elbow, whatever. So that was the right call from a rule somebody sent me. But again, they could be photoshopping it and it could be a Michigan State fan. That was just a crazy day. It was. They looked dead in the water, flat. You still thought, okay, uh, they have a shot in the second half. Third quarter, they just brought it. They battled back. Then TCU pulled away. Then Michigan cut it to three. And then the missed tackle, touchdown. Mm. Targeting was the right call at the end, but they didn't call it. I don't know why. Usually college football sides with anything close to targeting. So it was, you know, 
A game that, if you're Michigan, why did it take so long to have design runs for J.J.? Why didn't he tuck it and run? Why didn't he, on the run-pass option, pull it? Or even sometimes on the option, pull it and just go the other way where there is nothing but green for 50 yards between him and the end zone? I mean, that entire game... You could just feel like Michigan was chasing, chasing, chasing. And then you get a muff snap at the end. Mm. I just, uh, I, the coaches, the players, outcoached, outplayed. I had a former player text me, outcoached, outplayed. That was it. And I thought TCU, uh, their coaches, uh, the 3-3-5 confused the Michigan offensive line. They didn't know who to block at times. And they're the best offensive line in America. J.J. would not run until the second half. I, I don't get that. You know, J.J. McCarthy isn't going to be Peyton Manning or Tom Brady in the NFL. His legs is part, or are part, of his arsenal, right? His legs aren't all it. You know, he throws a good deep ball. I also don't know why is every Michigan pass. You know, that game was a lot like the season. Problem is they were playing a solid TCU team and they couldn't recover. Where every pass was long. You know, every every time they're going for the home run. And I get when you're down and you're chasing points. But how about a, a, a short drop? Two-step, three-step drop, turn, throw, bell on a slant. Where, where is that? You know, you're, you're bringing in Mullins, and he fumbles at the goal line. You know, you, you put the ball in the hands of, I think it was, was it Loveland to throw it, and a tight end, whoever it was on the dipsy do play, because I'm so irritated, I'm just yelling at the screen at Johnny Brand's On Leonard, and then Mullins comes in and he fumbles, and I know he scored a touchdown later on that same play call. But it just was what? What are you doing, Harbaugh? What what are your assistants doing? There was no urgency. There was no fire. And then this this is the college football playoff semifinals. This was the redemption game. I don't need to hear afterwards, well, we're going to be back. You were back if you're Michigan. You were back. And you were flat and unprepared last year. And yeah, we all talked about how great Georgia's defense was. So they got a pass. Oh, they never would have beat that Georgia team. Look at all the NFL talent they had. So now it's like, oh, we'll be back. You were back. And TCU showed in the second half. They don't have that great of a defense, but they made plays. They were a good football team, well-coached, leader at quarterback, who used his legs to keep drives alive. And I'm screaming in the first half, run, J.J., run. And then what happens in the second half? He runs, and here goes the offense. Because now you're a defender. You don't know if he's going to run. You step up, he throws, and it's a touchdown. It's just football 101. And I was thinking, oh, my God, if J.J. leads them back and they win this thing, he's a living God. 
And what you have is a quarterback who still is a work in progress his first year as a starter. And he did lead them to a win at Columbus. And he took them to the Final Four. And he did rally in the second half when Michigan got their heads out of their rears. But they still couldn't make a tackle on the edge. And I thought TCU exposed their lack of speed on the edge. The Michigan defensive ends didn't play well. Think about, uh, uh, and I was talking with my friend who played at Michigan, who said out, coached, out, played. Name a Michigan defensive lineman who made a big play in that game. Name one. I just, mm. you can go back and look and you can say what you want to about JJ, about the play call on the trick play at the goal line about Mullins fumble. But you can look at the fact that they gave up 51. So minus two pick sixes, 37. It's still a big number. It's still a really big number. Coulda, woulda, shouldas. I know you can't go back and change anything, but damn it, J.J. McCarthy needs to run to be a successful D1 college quarterback. For Michigan to win a college football playoff game, you're going to need J.J. McCarthy to run. So if Michigan bottled what they did in the second half, that's, that's the offense that they need to win a championship. That's it. That's what they need. I just like run. You could see the holes. You're screaming. You're just going, run, JJ. I mean, pull it. You see, like three or four times, the dude could have walked in from 50 yards out. I mean, look at Michigan. They scored 39 in the second half. TCU is not that good. They scored 39. 39. And it wasn't really dominating. It was kind of like, oh, wait a minute. They just scored 24 in the third. The teams combined for 44 in the third quarter. Those two pick sixes. Why, why are you throwing that ball, J.J.? Again, what about safe calls on a slant? Or if you want to throw deep, throw deep. They pick it off, it's in the end zone, it's at the 10-yard line, whatever. That first half, my God. Because you look at the numbers. What I just said, 39 and a half. You tell me, uh, if we go to Saturday at 345... And I'm at Johnny Brands, and someone said, Michigan will score 39 points and a half and lose. I, I swear, I would have taken the keys to my truck. I would have, anything you wanted, I would have bet you. 39 points and a half, and they lose. And then uh, the New Year's celebration continues with Denny Middleton and Mac Middleton, one of our backup producers, and Swaz and the crew, right? So we go from Johnny Brands, we go to Putt-Putts over on the west side of GR, and I I think you may remember this too, Superfly, 
The countdown to midnight is going right when Ohio State's lining up the kick, right? Because people are looking like at the clock on the on the kick, and they're counting down, and it's off. And then somebody's going, "Wait a minute! What was the New Year's clock? That's a damn field goal clock in the Peach Bowl." Oh, six, five. Wait, it's over here. It's hey, you're looking at the ball, not the football, the ball. And then when Ohio State missed it, the roar from the crowd, that was the Michigan fan base saying, thank you, football gods, because if Ohio State was in the championship game and they beat TCU, that is a lifetime marker that the Michigan fan would have to live with forever. I'm telling you, when when Ohio State shanked that, the place erupted, like it was Michigan on the other side of the ball. Because I had tweeted out, at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, if Ohio State, and they were leading by 11 at the time, if they would have beat Georgia, and I think in the championship game, they would have hammered. They would have put up 60 on TCU. Might have won the game 60 to 50, but they're going to win the game. Oh my God, the Michigan fan, they would be scarred for life. That you rode them in Columbus, that you put up 39 in the second half against TCU, but the Buckeyes are going to raise that national championship trophy in L.A. Oh, you think Michigan State likes to burn couches. That would have been Michigan gear being burned up and down streets in Michigan. It's already miserable to look back at the game, which, by the way, Superfly, I I, I DVR'd it, and I must have missed it. Everybody was texting me that my voice was at the beginning of the intro of the pregame show. You remember when they took uh, audio, ESPN asked Dave Taft from iHeart Grand Rapids, who is the guy with Tim Fagan and Brett Makita. They run 96 won the game, our flagship station. It was about two weeks ago, 10 days ago. They asked for some audio of me talking about Michigan TCU. And it was like this as a quality team, a team of destiny, and they used it with the hype video. They used it for the everybody. I got a hundred texts saying, "Oh my!" and some tweets and listeners. Your voice was right there to start the Michigan hype video. And I so I I DVR'd the game anyways because I was going to be out and I got to review it and I only started it only gave me the start of the game. I didn't I didn't DVR. The pregame. So if anybody, if anybody DVR'd that and has the audio, just email it to us. I look Superfly online. It's not like because my voice was on it and it's national TV that I spent three to seven hours searching for my voice on it. I'm hoping maybe it was it wasn't the start of the game because they had the buffer guy like, you know, all right, I'm tired of that. You want to rumble this. Why don't you rumble on this? Yeah, so people are like, hey, unbelievable. You're worldwide the start of the game. And then what happens, Michigan fans say that I jinxed them because my voice was there to start the college football playoff semifinal. (laughs) Because of my voice being used. Hey, they took a bunch of audio and they chose me. We got to look for it, Superfly. I, I thought about asking 
maybe the local ABC affiliate in Grand. Was the game on ABC, ESPN? It was, wasn't it? Both. Or asked half of the people who did it, right? And I DVR'd it, but it only DVR'd to start the game. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to watch this game again. So I didn't think to DVR, and I wasn't doing it. I I never heard they were going to use my voice. And I remember Dave Taff from my heart, Grand Rapids, saying, well, you, they have your permission. Yeah, use what they want to use. Like to start the game, they said. Man. Damn. We don't have the, you don't have it? You have the audio you sent them, right? But I want, they probably got music underneath it, right? We'll put that on the hot pad, the audio, because I don't know what audio, I forget what it was that we sent them. So our Bud Light huge question of the day, good and bad from the Michigan game, good would be the second half, bad. You, you can line up what's number one for you. You can join in, one 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opted on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tonight. Big home uh, schedule, home stand, if you want to call it, with the Grand Rapids Gold. Some great specials, including $2 beers and $2 dogs happening on Thursday at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Top shelf basketball. Uh, they're at home tonight. Uh, tickets available at Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, and also just search uh, Grand Rapids Gold. On the way, Anthony Broom uh, will join us. We'll get his thoughts on the Michigan loss. Also, Michigan basketball. No one saw that coming when they did the Maryland yesterday. Everybody was locked in on Michigan TCU the day after. And the Lions. They're putting up 30-point games right there with the Bills and the Chiefs. They're one of the best offensive units in the NFL. But because Seattle beat the Jets, they not only have to win at Lambeau, but they have to have Seattle lose to the Rams. So we're... You know, I and I'm watching the way Green Bay is playing right now and what they did to the Vikings, who are the most overrated team in the NFL. And we're waiting on the Green Bay game time. I, my belief is I think they're going to flex it to Sunday night football and Seattle will play the Rams before them. So that game could be the winner is in. Green Bay's in regardless. If they beat the Lions and Seattle can't get in. But if Seattle loses to the Rams, then the Lions can get in by beating Green Bay in Green Bay. Then you have, if Seattle loses, or if Seattle wins, it doesn't matter because Green Bay then gets in automatically. Right, So Green Bay beats Detroit, they're in. They control their destiny. Lions need help. They got it from Washington on Sunday, but they need Seattle to lose to the Rams. So if Seattle would beat the Rams, 
then that game is about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers winning to get in. I really think it's going to be the Sunday night game. We'll get the details. I know they made Kansas City and Vegas Saturday at 4.30 on ABC. Tennessee and Jacksonville playing for the AFC South on Saturday night on ABC. And I'm trying to think any other games that would flex to Sunday night in front of the Lions and the Packers. Hmm. I don't really see it. I, I really think the Lions and the Rams would play at 4 o'clock Michigan time so you would know. Because then if the Rams would beat Seattle, then that game is basically a playoff game between the Lions and the Packers if they move it to Sunday night at Lambeau. And you got Rodgers and you got Detroit, who's a young and upcoming team, high scoring I, I bet the Lions are going to get a ton of national TV games next year. Wouldn't surprise me. We'll keep you posted. They, I don't know if they're going to wait through the Monday night game tonight, but we should get those game times uh, momentarily. So a lot to get to. Bud Light, huge question of the day, good and bad. From the Lions' domination of the Bears, yeah, once, once Field stopped running as much, you could see he got banged up. And that changed the game. And Goff is just playing out of his mind. Jamal Williams was fantastic yesterday. Lions offensive line. Can't say enough. Uh, Gosh, James Houston. Uh, You look at Aiden Hutchinson living up to being the number two overall pick. Uh, Just a a D-line getting after it after that egg they laid on Christmas Eve. You know, from one and six uh, to at least until Seattle won. You saw their... You saw their... Detroit Lions logo there in a playoff spot, which is amazing considering where this team was at one and six. So good and bad from the Lions. Michigan's lost to TCU. Uh, Michigan hoops dominating Maryland. Nobody saw. I'm talking dominating. Was that like 44, 13 and a half? Whatever it was at Chrysler. It was crazy. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com will join us in a moment. Jeff Risden on the Lions playoff chances from LionsWire.com. And the Detroit Lions podcast, Clayton Safey, uh, was at the game in Phoenix. His thoughts on Michigan and the Harbaugh story. Uh, Nicole Auerbach from The Athletic, uh, Bruce Feldman, saying if Harbaugh is offered that Broncos job, they're hearing he's leaving. So the question is, when he had to take that pay cut, and he's a, he, he has a lot of stubborn pride inside of him, you're Harbaugh, and they made you take a pay cut. Will he go to the NFL as a privately said up yours back toward Manuel? I don't know. Hey, I've always said that, even going back to the flirtation with the NFL uh, in the spring of 2022. Uh, whatever is in Harbaugh's heart and head, it's his call, but reports are saying if offered the Broncos job, he'll take it. And that happened right when that season ended. You know, you got that story. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com had it, so we'll talk to Anthony about that. Risden, uh, his thoughts on it. Clayton Safey, uh, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at the Wolverine.com, and Mike O'Hara from DetroitLines.com. To the callers online, stick around. Your huge opinions on Michigan, TCU, and the Lions are next. 
from Grand Rapids to Detroit. This show is huge. Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local Auto Value Auto Parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter to complete the job, because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Get more for your money and kick off the new year with Meyer. Start your wellness journey with buy one, get one free vitamins or supplements. And enjoy delicious meals with deals like 80% lean ground beef for $2.99 per pound. Taylor Farm Salad Chopped Kits, two for $6. And Lean Cuisine or Stoker's Frozen Meals, just $2.48 with Emperks. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, as we originate from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Hard Store Studio. Taking thoughts on Michigan losing the TCU. Lions need some help to make the playoffs, and they have to win against the hottest team in football right now, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. But they need Seattle to lose first. We're waiting on the game time. They won't be on Saturday, as I mentioned earlier. I'm guessing they're going to be the Sunday night NFL game. That's my guess. And that way the Rams and Seahawks would have played at 4 o'clock. Do want to give a congrats to Denise out of Goebbels, Michigan, for winning the trip of a lifetime contest. 
Thanks to Soren Eagle, Mount Pleasant, the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, and all who entered, Denise and her husband, enjoy it. From Goebbels, Michigan, we'll be going to Georgia and a day at Augusta, plus getting some golf in in Savannah. It's a heck of a trip. Thanks to, I think, over 10,000 who entered. I think a little over 10,000 people who entered at michigansportsnetwork.com. Also, Marty Boer. Hey, boo-boo, I got a pick-a-nick a basket full of deals. He heads up to Michigan Sports Network. Good guy. I'll tell you, it's a letdown to discuss a Michigan loss when you spend an entire season outside of dissecting the weak non-conference schedule and the switch to J.J. McCarthy. There really wasn't a lot of drama. And all the second half domination. And we all said that, and I, I really felt the only way Michigan would lose to TCU is if they gave it away. And that's what they did. They had the first half. Two pick sixes. Yeah, you fumble at the goal line. You you try and run a crazy Oh my God. Oh. Then the bubble screen at the, the goal line before. Oh, Jesus. Man, crazy. And and now the story, Nicole Arobach and Bruce Feldman and other college football insiders are saying that if Harbaugh is offered the Broncos job, he's leaving. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com had a story uh, yesterday on that. I don't think he'll leave. He has a loaded team. But the one thing, and this goes back to when he flirted with Minnesota in the NFL after going to the college football playoff and winning the Big Ten and beating Ohio State a year ago, you know, being told to take that pay cut, the lack of support he had inside the University of Michigan with people still there, is that enough for the stubborn side of Harbaugh to say, no, I'm done? I don't know. That, that's, a, that, that's a Harbaugh call inside his heart and head. Every reporter, anybody can speculate. We can talk about it across Michigan. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Uh, set to join us on the Meyer guest line. So we got the Harbaugh situation, the loss to TCU, and Michigan basketball had the most unexpected 40 minutes of basketball ever in the history of the game. I did not see that coming yesterday. So let's start with priorities, Anthony. Uh, your thoughts on Harbaugh and that latest story uh, saying that he will take the job if offered in Denver how we go through this almost fever dream of a football season where you're right, there was very little drama. It was casual, casual expected dominance almost week in and week out. And then the Fiesta Bowl happens and it's quickly how everything kind of snaps back to uh, snaps back to what we're used to. It's the, the postseason woes. It's the Jim Harbaugh NFL rumors. And as far as this, these latest batch of rumors go, listen, um, you know, I don't have the intel one way or another to say what will happen. All I know is that for the longest time, it was kind of a boy who cried wolf situation until last year he gets on a plane to Minnesota. So, to be frank, I have no idea where this will where this will go. Um, again, I think you know, I think that people who attack the reporting, I think that's a little bit lame and overblown because he kind of uh, you know he did what he did last year in taking that interview, and, and he had every right to do so too. Um, so as far as what happens now, I mean, listen, it is it is a matter of the heart. I don't, you know, if there's, if it's a question about of of money, I think that leadership at Michigan is willing to do whatever it can to 
satiate those concerns and lock things down. But listen, if he wants to go, what that's that's ultimately his call and his priority. And uh, you know, the, the year in and year out kind of dalliance with this is uh, you know heading into this is the end of year eight. It will be year nine next. Um, it's pretty exhausting to be honest with you. So. You know, I don't know if there ever, there ever be there will ever be a finality uh, to these types of things as long as Harbaugh is there. But um, if he decides to leave, that will just kind of be the closing of that chapter. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, and like I said, it really uh, it just centers on the the matter of the heart and the head. And Harbaugh, the one thing I go back to is that I've never seen a coach at that level have to take a pay cut. Uh, to hold on to a job because it was so late. He didn't have other options. The NFL wasn't knocking uh, on his door, and he had to do it. And he agreed to it, and I know he hit a lot of those incentives after uh, the previous season, uh, or last not well, last year. And now i got to get the years correct. It would be you know the fall of 2021. So it's up to him. And you know the team is loaded. Uh, the team is set to be, I think, preseason number one in America. Uh, so we'll find out what Harbaugh wants to do. And that really is a story, like Chris said on the show last week. He has an agent now, so this will be a, a different negotiating process. He probably learned his lesson after he had to take that pay cut. And you know, if he does leave, who would be our – if Harbaugh announced today, uh, as crazy as a sports world turns, if he announced it today, who's the guy? to replace him at Michigan. Yeah, I mean, two names come to mind for me. I think if if it was one of those quick, we have to put out the fire type things, like uh, you know, like like a Notre Dame did with Marcus Freeman, uh, which uh, you would hope that's not the path it would take for Michigan. But I think that Sharon Moore might be a guy if they chose to go internally, uh, that that might be the name to watch. Uh, Mike Hart would also be a guy I would think that would get some consideration in that. Um, you know, externally, I think that, I think we're probably about overdue for Bill O'Brien to get another shot at a, either a college or an NFL job. He went and did his time at the Nick Saban, um, you know, school for wayward coaches and has kind of built his career and resume back up through that. And, um, you know, you look at uh, some of the things that, you know, just the roster they have offensively. Um, you'd think a guy like that could come in and do a pretty good job with the pieces that are there, uh, assuming the team would stay together, which I would think they would. Uh, but yeah, th- those are the early names that would come to mind. Uh, other than that, like I still, you know, if I'm, I'm sitting here today and you're asking me which direction it goes, I think this is ultimately going to be another one of those, will they or won't they? Oh, well, he's back at Michigan type of thing. So, but if it does go the other direction, those are the first two paths that, that stick out in my head. Yeah. I, Bill O'Brien, I had heard uh, rumbling through some Michigan alums. I uh, he was already telling people he was set to go whenever what he thought Harbaugh was going to the Vikings. He's coached in the Big Ten. He's you know been a head coach in the NFL. Worked for Saban. I think that really uh, would be the best option. And he you know keeps more and he keeps heart and you know maybe more harder on that next wave whenever O'Brien would be done. I again this is all it's up to Harbaugh. He holds all the cards. He really does after uh, his last two seasons at Michigan. Uh, he can see what type of money. Uh, they're going to offer, but even with that money, even with everything, the fact that he kind of had to swallow his pride, he talked about humility. Uh, they brought that up during all the coverage for TCU Michigan, which we'll get to in a moment, but 
Uh, we'll see. It, it's in Harbaugh's heart and head and uh, his decision. Speaking of that uh, TCU game, Anthony, uh, the bad first halves finally caught up to him. That, that basically, you, you scored 39 and a half against TCU and you lose. Uh, and, you, and they dropped 51, including two pick sixes. But, man, the, the blame goes all around to a lot of different areas. Quarterback, play calling, coaches, tackling. I mean, you can, you can go down the list, and uh, that, that bad first-half mojo uh, just bit them right in the rear. Yeah, I mean, there's there was this quickness to blame. Obviously, the the Roman Wilson overturned touchdown. Listen, that was a play that happened. But um, other than that, again, you look at th- – this was a program loss. This wasn't just on – Jim Harbaugh. This wasn't just on the offensive coordinators. It wasn't just on Jesse Minter's defense. It wasn't just on J.J. McCarthy for throwing a pair of pick sixes. They weren't prepared enough to play that football game. And I think the the lesson learned from it is that you do need to start. You know, there was we talked about it a little bit earlier where it was like this clinical kind of wire to wire domination. Uh, but the recipe for them all year was kind of to get out to some pretty iffy starts in football games. And when you get to this time of year, um, you know, everyone's kind of, you're not the only team in the field that's cut from a different cloth. Uh, TCU didn't win their conference championship, but flex championship DNA throughout the year. Uh, Georgia and Ohio, like obviously Ohio state didn't win one, but um, you know, they had Georgia in a game. Like you, you still have to show up and respect your opponent, play the game. And, you know, I don't want to say that they came in and overlooked TCU, but when you hear the talk all week about, oh, if they get in that three three five, it's going to be a smash fest. I saw TCU go into the three three five and guys up front on Michigan's Joe Moore award-winning offensive line, which no-showed for the second year in a row in the college football playoff. Um, those guys didn't know who to block. And I think TCU was more physical than they thought they would be. I, thought they, I think they were faster than they thought they would be. And, you know, that's ultimately on preparation. And I'll call it what it is. I think it's a little bit of hubris, too. So, um you know, Michigan. Michigan's gonna. That, that's a rough one. You know, last year you can you can walk out of that playoff going. You know what? We didn't really expect to be there. We were dominated, but you know that's a good experience for us. This was. Uh, listen, I know they're going to be loaded next year and maybe even the year after that. But you had the bird in the hand here in, in what I feel like was the most winnable college football playoff that there probably has ever been, and uh, they blew it. There's no other way to put it. Um, they're going to have to wear that. They didn't play well enough to credit to them for scoring you know almost 40 second half points but they gave up they gave up 30 of them and ultimately your season comes to an abrupt end so um you know the, the good thing for them is it is learning experience there's a lot of these guys that will be back jj mccarthy will be back um i think he's kind of the engine that determines where this thing goes in 2023 but that's a rough one and that's um again you know I, you can't you can't exactly put it in the same box as the other bowl game losses. There were, you know, opt-outs and things like that, and obviously the circumstances last year, but the end result is the end result. They're 1-6 in the postseason under Jim Harbaugh, and it's not good enough. So now you just go back in the lab and figure out what you can change and tweak to, to not only get back, but to, to finally push through that, that ceiling. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com joining us, talking Michigan TCU, talking Harbaugh story about a report that he would take the Broncos' job uh, if offered uh, uh, just a minute or so on Michigan basketball because lost in the day after Michigan TCU and uh, the Lions win yesterday in playoff talk. Uh, 
after how bad Michigan looked against CMU in that loss at home, uh, the defense, uh, Hunter Dickinson, uh, what with 32, uh, I did not see that coming yesterday for Michigan basketball. No, that was pretty stunning. I mean, if you had, if you had told me that there was that they would win that basketball game, I can't say I would have been surprised. I mean, Maryland has been up and down this year, but to come out and I, I've never, I don't know that I've ever seen a 17-0 run to start a game in that building. I don't know that I've ever seen a player outscore an entire team in a half of basketball. Um, it, it all comes down to effort. They put themselves in the position to do that yesterday because their compete level, their communication, um, their their defensive effort, the rebounding was all as on point and as locked in as they've been in those areas this year. And no, that's an important lesson for them. Um, you know, they they played up against the Virginias and North Carolina and Kentucky, but you know, lose to a team like the, the, the most damning thing about the Central Michigan loss is that given how they'd play those other those other non conference by games, it wasn't all that surprising. So. Now Michigan's in a spot where, you know, we've talked about it before. Every night in this conference is a chance to build on your resume. This is a huge week for them. They've got Penn State at home on Wednesday. They go to Michigan State on Saturday. Uh, I believe they go to Iowa after that. So, um, you know, the margin of error is pretty much gone because they don't have a non-conference win to really hang their hat on. So you're looking at a team that probably needs 13 or 14 wins in Big Ten play to even be in the conversation. So, um, you can only get one at a time, uh, but that was a, a major step in the right direction. And listen, they're not going to blow teams out like that in the Big Ten, but you bring that type of hustle and that type of energy and, and Hunter Dickinson is locked in like that, they're going to be a tough out at any night. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but for one day, um, their New Year's resolution was to play with much higher energy and spirit and mission accomplished. Anthony Broome, you can follow him 24-7 at TheWolverine.com. Anthony, appreciate your huge opinions. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thank you guys for having me. All right, Anthony Broome, check it in on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Are you ready? The toughest Sport on Dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Hume Show is back live across Michigan. Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Get in on Monday Night Football, college hoops, college bowls, and more. Got bowl action today. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. Now, if you miss any interview, our podcasts are everywhere, and they are free. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, and also our free stream happens weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. You can listen live wherever you have mobile service, weekdays at 3 at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 